0: Welcome to the Discover You Podcast with your host, James Hooper, spiritual and personal discovery author, speaker, teacher, and coach. James helps you find who you were created to be and guides you to the most fulfilling life you can experience. On this podcast, we'll guide you through discovering what energizes and motivates you, why you think the way you think, act the way you act, and react the way you react. We'll learn together how to grow through spiritual truths to become the best version of yourself possible. If you haven't yet, please subscribe so you won't miss an episode. Also, you can go to your favorite podcast platform and leave a review and rating. This will help others find us so they can begin their own growth journey.
1: Well, welcome to this bonus episode of Discover You. I love doing bonus episodes because I've scheduled things to happen weekly on Tuesdays they release, but then I have other thoughts and things that come up to my mind that I want to discuss. And so this one I really wanted to spend some time on. I was listening to a couple of uh, TEDx talks and listened to a uh, A gentleman named Dave Evans has designed a course called Designing Your Life, or he's put together a course called Designing Your Life Using Design Thinking. And I began to realize that I need to talk a little bit about implementing these the motivational gifts in your life, implementing them, how they work. Because a lot of times what we want is we want to come in and get a uh, an assessment, do an assessment, just like our personality types and things like that, the DISC models and the Enneagrams and, uh, and all these things, and we want to take them and we say, okay, what does this mean to me, and, and I want this to tell me what to do. The problem being is because of the seven motivations, they are in differing order and differing strengths for different people. So just because my number 1 is teaching does not mean that it's going to manifest itself in the same way as someone else whose number 1 is teaching because their number 2 may not be perceiving. Their number 2 may be you know giving or something like that or serving. So it's it's the conglomeration or the how they cluster together is what we use but then we we use that as a construct, as a value system to filter things in our life. Now, me personally, what I've done throughout my life, even before discovering a lot of this, is I did trial and error because of the fact I I tend to lean towards action. I always lean towards action. I I don't like sitting back and And thinking about stuff too much, I want to pull the trigger, I want to go, I want to do. And so I've eliminated a lot of things in my life that I don't want to do. I've done a lot of different things. I mean, seriously, I've had so many different jobs and so many different interests and things in my life because uh, I've just got this whole mindset, I've got this whole thing inside of me that I love to investigate things. I love learning new things because that's the teacher part of me. I love learning new things, but once I learn them, then I'm ready to move on. But there are some things that stick with me, some things that have stuck that are now part of my DNA. So what I I want to spend a few minutes talking about today is, is letting yourself experience different things and not feel um, bad about not doing them the rest of your life. Okay, so uh, I listened to a, a podcast that's called Portfolio Life. Jeff Goins. He's written a book called The Art of Work and and uh, real artists don't starve and that sort of thing. And his whole concept is your life is a portfolio. You don't have just one thing you do. You know, for decades we were always taught, you know, because of the corporate structure was, you know, you go to work for IBM, you work for IBM 40 years, and then you retire, and you get a gold watch, and that's it, you know, and so you go to work for one company, you do one thing, you do it all of your life. Well, uh, I'm going to be honest with you, that bores me to death. I can't imagine doing just one thing, because that's who I am. Now, there are some people that that's what they want. They want that continuity. They want that one thing, that security of the one thing. And so that's great for them. And I'm not putting anybody down for that. I'm just saying, for me, I can't do just one thing and be happy. Now, you know, a lot of people, especially in the Christian world, said, well, you know, we don't need to worry about happiness. We need to worry about joy. I I'm, I'm here to differ with you differ with you. I believe Jesus wants us to be happy as well. Now, there are going to be times of unhappiness, believe me. I know from experience there are times of unhappiness when you're not happy. But there's still going to be a joy, but but unless we are experiencing life and life to the full like Jesus said in John 10:10, 10, 10, I've come to give you life and life more abundantly, that's a happy life. That's a full well lived life. There will be times and things in our life and adversity that we have to deal with, but that's those are those are the times that we grow. Those are the things but in the pursuit of doing what interests me and what fulfills me and what you know really just sets me on fire. You know when I talk about it in the book, what energizes you motivates you, and so if you're energized to do something. Then you're motivated to do it more and to do it with excellence and to, and to just do it all the time. And I'm not being braggadocious or anything, but because I have this ability to learn things and learn them well, there are a lot of things that I'm pretty good at. But there are only a few things that I, that really energize me. So, uh, being in the commercial insurance industry, I was, I was really good at that. I did it well, and I, I was successful at it. But it's not something that I saw myself doing the rest of my life, sitting in a cubicle, underwriting insurance the rest of my life. That just scared the bejeepers out of me. I mean, I did not want to do that. Uh, I enjoyed it. I loved the people I worked with. I mean, I really loved them. They were my family, basically. Uh, I learned so much. Um, and I've got a skill that I can do at some point, and I've got a skill set that I can use to glean from from different things. But just being that underwriter, you know, that insurance underwriter for the rest of my life, looking at uh, worst case scenarios, you know, I was good at it. I was successful at it, and I and I, I came to a realization. I was thinking about this the other day. Almost everything that I've done in my life, all the different jobs I've done in my life, at some point I ended up teaching it. That should have given me some idea, you know, because my number one uh, motivational gift is teaching. Uh It was number three, but it moved up after I taught in a church for almost three years. That gift moved up, and that's what I found. Teaching is what is my, you know, My bliss, what I love to do. And so, uh, I, I, in fact, the whole quote by Eric Liddell, you know, the writer, the runner from Chariots of Fire, he says, I feel God's pleasure when I run. When I'm teaching, when I'm speaking, listen, I am, I'm just, having the best time of my life. Even when I'm talking to a group of people about Alzheimer's and I'm teaching them aspects of Alzheimer's and it's a very serious subject. And it's and it's really because I mean I've lived through it with my dad. But even so, I get I get a thrill from it. I get energized from it. I I leave there and I'm just pumped. And so I I should have given me a clue, but you know, through the past, uh, the things that I've done, I usually end up teaching them. Anyway, so what I'm wanting to do is I'm wanting to, to give you permission. You don't have to have my permission, but somebody needs to tell you it's okay to try some things. Listen, when you understand, after you've taken the assessment and you've gone through and and, and watched the videos or listened to the podcast or read the book, hopefully you do all three of those, I uh, you know discoveru-book.com little plug there after you do that then and then you know each chapter in the book and and every video and the podcast all give you ideas of jobs careers uh pursuits things to do they give you ideas but that does not mean because teaching is your number 1 that you go become a school teacher because of the fact that you know, teaching's my number one, but then perceiving is my number two. I'm a visionary. I, I love I can perceive things, I can see things. And then leading is my number three. And so because of that, it's it's taking shape into a different picture than what someone else with the the number one gift of teaching would. So we can't uh, like I say in the introduction of everything, we can't pigeonhole ourselves and say, okay, because I, this is my number one, then this is what I should do. Because you're going to find yourself unfulfilled if it's not filling all the slots. You know, if what you do doesn't, uh, fit your, your gift cluster. In other words, what the strengths are, the number, the two or three, you know, most significant gifts in your life according to the assessment or whatever and again you know like we say those these gifts they vary because of your environment you know uh they'll and like i say teaching was number 3 but after i taught or preached for 3 years in a church teaching became number 1 it came up to the top because that's what i was doing but then i found that's what i enjoyed and the clue was back years ago when I was not a pastor of a church, um, I was I was on staff at a church, or I, maybe I wasn't even on staff. It was before then. I would get an opportunity to go and preach for uh, someone, friends of mine that were pastors that needed somebody to to come preach or whatever, and I would leave that service after have, having preached, and it didn't matter if it was twelve people or you know. I never preached to over a hundred people at a time at that time, but it didn't matter the number of people. I would leave and I would look, be driving the car, look over the passenger seat, tell Sharon, that's what I'm meant to do. That's what I'm meant to do. Now, I interpreted that as, as I need to pastor a church because that's the only paradigm I have. And again, I'm not limiting myself and not saying I'm not going to pastor a church, but the the role I will play is not going to be the the role that most small church organizations believe a pastor is. They believe a pastor is a, a, a do-everything, kind of a be-all, end-all. You know, he's the man, he does everything. They're ultra-controlling, they're all this kind of stuff because of the fact that they're trying, they're trying to do everything at one time. And, and that's just not who I am. I am a communicator. I'm a teacher, I'm a communicator, and that's who I am. I'm a visionary, so I can cast a vision, I can see things, I can perceive things, I can I can provide some leadership and some guidance, but, you know, because giving is like my number six, I'm not great with finances. I, I'm not that good with finances, and I have to, to know myself, be so self-aware to understand, listen, that is a weakness in my life, and so I have to have someone that can come alongside me, that can work hand-in-hand hand with me, that is good at finances. Uh, Andy Stanley says, you will be more productive when you do less. If you do what you only you do best and let someone else do what they do best, instead of trying to do everybody's job, you do what you do best. When you do less, you're going to be more productive. That's kind of a paraphrase. I'm, I don't remember exactly how it was, but that's the gist of it. But what I, the reason I wanted to do this podcast is I I was just thinking on these things and I wanted to kind of get it out there is that give yourself permission to try things that interest you. Now, see, I, a lot of people go into uh, careers, go into, you know, pursuits because it's uh, been part of their family. Their family's done it. Or it's, it's one, you know, a lot of college kids say, I want to do this because it makes a lot of money. That's, that is the poorest motivation to do anything. It's because I can make a lot of money at it. So look at things that interest you. Look at things that when you uh, evaluate, do I want to do this? Look at your gift cluster and say, does it fit? You just use it as a filter because you're going to get opportunities to do things. And I'm not saying try it, don't try it anyway, but because in the doing, this is what I have learned in the doing is what when you learn who you really are in the doing so you are filtering your whole self through what you do and so as you go as you do things you're going to learn things about yourself that you didn't know until you tried it so you don't know what you don't know simple enough you don't know what you don't know and so until you try something until you Put forth that effort. Try to put, apply yourself to something. You're not going to know certain things about yourself until you do those things because they're not being called out in you. They're not things that are being, uh, trying to be brought out from your character, from your gifts cluster. So give yourself permission to try things. Give yourself permission to, to not be good at them. Give yourself permission to say, if it don't work, then stop it. You know, failure is a building block. Failure is not fatal. Failure is a building block. Because once you you don't succeed at something, once something doesn't work for you, then look at it and the whole thing of pivoting. I've got this the whole teaching that I do on pivoting, the power of the pivot. When it doesn't work, pivot. Use elements of it that do work. Retain those things, the things that don't work, things that you don't do well put those things aside but the things that you found that you do well things that work well for you go down that track and you'll find fulfillment and i'm not saying we're going to actually arrive you know at any point saying oh this is it perfect this is perfectly it i don't i don't know that that'll happen it might but it, i don't know that it will what i'm saying is is as you find more of who you are and you find things that are fulfilling you more, then you will be more effective at them. You will be a person that will have influence because you're passionate about it, because you can speak from experience, because you can, you can address these things. So you're going to be more effective and productive when you're pursuing things that motivate you, that energize you. When you're pursuing those things, you're going to be more effective. So don't let things, uh, careers and opportunities that have happened, don't say, once I start this, I have to do this the rest of my life. That's an old mindset. It's like, because, you know, everything's changing. Everything changes in this world now. That's the one constant is change. Everything's going to change. There is no more, you know, living in one place your whole life, uh, working at one job your whole life that just doesn't happen anymore because you've got so many companies merging and restructuring and and changing and going out of business and starting new companies and and you know it's we're in a very transient society where people move here and move there and and that sort of thing it's just because that's just how things are right now it's how things are so i want to just i wanted to spend a few minutes and talk about this i maybe i'm just rambling i don't know i hope something that I said from this, because it's just enlightening. It's just something that really helped me to understand. Listen, you can have permission to try something different. You have permission to try it, and then if that doesn't fit you, then that's fine. You will learn some things about yourself by trying something that you will not learn by sitting still. Again, you cannot accomplish anything by sitting still, by analyzing you want to think through things, but you can't plan everything out because you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you're going to learn until you do it. So my whole thing is, is if if an opportunity comes, if something rises up, uses, use the filter of this is my gift cluster, my gift set, but don't restrict it to that because the thing is, is your number four sh- may need to be your number one, but it's just not been developed. You've not experienced expose yourself to any experiences in life that are taking number 4 to number 1 as in my case number 3 to number 1 and I'm I can't tell you how I enjoy I can I just can't tell you enough how I just I'm I'm sitting here my insides are just going 90 miles an hour because I'm so pumped about doing this and if somebody's listening I am That's great, but if they're not, I'm still enjoying the heck out of this. Find something like that for you. Find something, and I'm not saying because it's a podcast thing or it's a teaching thing. That's just me. This is me. I like to communicate. I like to sit here with the computer up here, with notes and with the recording software, with a mic in my face, and talk to you and tell you what I'm going through and what's happened to me and what my experience has been. I mean I'm fifty five. I'm not as old as some, but I'm a lot older than some. And I've got several people that I'm that have been coming to me and letting me really just pour into their life, really mentoring them, several young people, and that's just something that I just enjoy. Is being able to share my experience and the mistakes that I've made. Most of it is the mistakes I've made, but my successes, the things that I've been successful at, I want to help guide people to. It's not the thing, it's the, how you get there, and it's what you do with what you know. All right, well, I've rambled on for about 20 minutes now, and um, that's, pro- that's probably enough of your time, but uh, give me some feedback. Let me know. Uh, I've put on the first you know, eight episodes or whatever were the teaching, the Discover You teaching, and then I put sermons on that I've done or Sharon have done, and then... Um, You know, put a couple of um, bonus episodes. Let me know what I do, what the subject matter, what you know, what you want to keep hearing. What really helps you, Um, if you want to, if you will, go to discoveru-book.com, discoveru-book.com, and you can subscribe to my email list. There's a place down at the bottom that you can subscribe to the email list. And you can actually get the first chapter of my book for free for just for subscribing. But I want to start doing, uh, an email, uh, emailing periodically, not to fill your inbox with junk. Um, but just periodically sending out stuff. And so we can communicate, but you can comment. Um, you can, you know, go to my Facebook or, or, you know, James Hooper or my Instagram is James R. Hooper. Those two are the major ones. I'm on Twitter, but I don't. Well, I'm on Twitter, but I don't ever look at Twitter. So it's it's Facebook and Instagram. So it's James R. Hooper on Instagram, James Hooper on Facebook. You can connect with me that way. You know, you can um, comment on the podcast and let me know what you think. I just want to hear from you and let me know what i'm doing or what i'm saying that really resonates with you what you'd like to hear more of uh, i want to i want to build the audience with things that are valuable to to you i want to add value to your life i don't want to be throwing a bunch of junk out there or a bunch of stuff not that what i do is junk but you know not my sermons are junk but i don't want to be throwing a bunch of stuff out that's just what i've been doing i've just been putting stuff out just to kind of get my feelers out there and see what people uh, respond to, and what they're interested in, so I can focus on that, um, I'm excited, please, if you haven't bought the book yet, go to Amazon, buy the book, discover you, um, it's, it's been something that's been passion, a passion of mine for a long time, um, I'm actually starting on my next book, and it's actually a memoir, and, uh, I don't know if that's memoir, memoir, whatever, and, uh, so I'm starting on that. It's it's I don't have even a I'm just starting on it. I've got a bunch of notes and a bunch of things. And so but that's my next project. But this discover you thing, I want to grow and I want to expand it as much as I can, but I, I, it's just so pivotal. It just did so much to help me understand who I am and who I'm designed to be. That i want to i want to develop it more i'm wanting to try to get it into the school systems i want to try to get it into colleges i want to try to get it into prisons i want to try to get it into wherever i can get it that's going to benefit someone someone can learn more about themselves and you know that way they don't have to to make some of the the mistakes that i've made some of the you know take them till their 50s to really find their fulfillment they can find it earlier, and they can make more of a difference in the world. Not that I'm too late. I'm still going to make my significant difference in the world because I found it, and I'm pursuing it. I mean, I'm chasing that thing like a dog on a rabbit. So anyway, let me know what you think. Let me know what you want to hear, what uh, subject matters or things like that that, you really, that really resonate with you, and I look forward to the next time I can talk with you and Appreciate you guys. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you always leave a rating and review so other people, please, go on to iTunes, go on to Stitcher, go on to every all the podcast platforms. We are on um, Spotify now. Um, I mean, I've got major podcasts that I listen to that haven't even gotten on Spotify yet, and I'm on Spotify now. So um, however you listen, go on and rate it and review it so other people will find it easier. Uh, because I want everyone I know to reach the, to hear this message and to be exposed to this teaching so that they can learn who they are, so they can discover themselves, discover who they are. And I look forward to talking to you again next time. Thanks, guys.
0: Thank you for listening to the Discover You podcast with your host, James Hooper. This podcast exists to help you grow both spiritually and personally. If you enjoyed it and think others could benefit from the content provided, please go to your favorite podcast platform and leave a review and rating. This will help others find us more easily. Also, if you haven't already, subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Thank you for joining us for the Discover You podcast.